السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ پیس اینڈ بلیسنگز آف اللہ ٹو آل آف یو لیڈیز اینڈ جینٹلمین ویلکم دا ٹاپک از واٹ القرآن سیز اباؤٹ سوم فاسٹنگ بفور آئی ڈسکس دس آیاز relevant to this topic which are mentioned the Quranic Quran I would like to just give you the preview what you already know and some new information that people do not know in relation to fasting first of all the word fast song what is a song means fasting people understand and just that's a fact that we the Muslim community in the whole world fast from before sunrise and at the time of sunset. And during that time, we Muslims do not eat and drink the lawful food. And this is very important to understand. The food that is permissible by Allah that is the lawful food not the forbidden food the lawful food in those times we Muslims do not eat and drink the lawful food the tayyab the good food which are which is permissible so in other words fasting is abstaining yourself from lawful things what is the purpose so that Muslim community should gain the taqwa or they can guard their psyche they can guard the psyche so that where the unlawful things are mentioned in the Quran they have the courage to overcome and start practicing the don'ts of the Quranic ayahs the purpose of the fast when you start practicing or start abstaining the lawful things in the month of Ramadan or when we fast you have the courage to start practicing the do's and the don'ts of the Allah's ayahs that is the purpose of fast in, in a year's time Allah expects the Muslim community to fast the lawful food so that they do not eat lawful food and lawful things this is the purpose so that is the purpose of the fast <clears throat> secondly normally people know only the fast in the month of Ramadan generally not I'm talking about the average Muslim but people who are learned who read the Quran and they ponder on the ayahs there are other fast mention the Quran other than the month of Ramadan so you will come to know that also secondly there is another type of fast which is a psychological fast that there are things that you are not allowed to speak about them it's a fast of not speaking before I was discussing the fast of food from sunrise to sunset not to eat and drink and the fast is related to not to speak 
for a period of time when the message or the essence of Allah's ayat is clear to you, you are not allowed to speak to other people until you are convinced of that message, you believe in that message and you practice the message. Then you share that message to the mankind. This is another fast of not speaking the message of Allah to other people until unless you are convinced of it. That is a psychological fast mentioned in the Quran. I will discuss in the ayahs. So basically there are two types of fast. One is of food, halal, lawful food to eat and drink, not to eat and drink from before sunrise and sunset. The other fast is a period of time and that time varies. It can be a fast of one day, two days or any number of days where you are supposed to, when you got the message, how long it took you to believe and convinced yourself and then you practice, then you share the message to others. If you do not, if you are not convinced and it is not clear to you and if you do not practice and if you tell to other people, that is not allowed. So that is also a fast of lawful things or good things or the basharat or the good news that is provided to you from the Quranic ayahs. That is also lawful things. All the things that in the Quran are mentioned are the do's and the don'ts. When it is clear to you, you cannot share to you to other people until unless you are fully convinced and it becomes a part of your psyche and self. Then you start talking about that essence of that particular message of that ayah. So that is a fast of not to talk about the ayahs until unless it is clear and you are convinced and you practice. So there are two types of fast. So when I read the ayahs, you will come to know, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you will come to know these two types of fast. So first of all, I would like to discuss those ayahs which are related to the fast of psychological fast. Not the eating one or drinking, the other one. So that you understand and the later on I'll discuss about. So you open the Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 213. <clears throat> فَبَعَثَ اللَّهُ نَبِيِّينَ مُبَشِّينَ وَمُنْزِرِينَ وَأَنزَلَ مَعْهُمُ الْكِتَابَ بِالْحَقِّ لِيَحْكُمَ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ فِيمَا اخْتَلَفُوا فِيهِ وَمَا اخْتَلَفَ فِيهِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوهُ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتِ بَغْيًا بَيْنَهُمْ فَهَدَى اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لِمَا اخْتَلَفُوا فِيهِ مِنَ الْحَقِّ بِإِذْنِهِ وَاللَّهُ يَهْدِي مَنْ يَشَاءُ إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ Mankind was one single nation, Ummah, and Allah appointed Nabiyyin, the prophets, to give good news and warnings. And with them he revealed Al-Kitab, the book in truth, to govern between mankind in what they deferred in it. And they did not differ in it except those who were given it from after what clarification came to them 
to wrong between each other. Allah guides, then Allah guides from the truth with His permission to those who believe for what they differ in it. And Allah guides whom He wills towards the straight path. <clears throat> this ayah is referring of Allah appointing the prophets. And with the prophets, the book is given. Al-Kitab, the book. This book was given to all the prophets. So Allah appointed the prophets and the book was given to them. And there are people who are differing, in, not in the book, but just to wrong to each other. That's a whole big ayat. My, we, I'm going to make an emphasis. The purpose of the prophets is Mubashirina wa munzirin. Look, in the ayat says, Mubashirin wa munzirin. Allah appointed the prophets to give good news. Basharat. To give good news. And to warn. Who to mankind. So in this whole ayat, I am just pointing, you see, the Quranic ayahs contains many subjects in one particular ayah. So I am not going to discuss that what happened, the deferred. My main point you have to consider what I want to make an emphasis. Allah appointed prophets. And the purpose was that they warn or they give good news to mankind. Basharat. So in other words, when the prophets came and they gave the good news, is an information of Allah to us. We are getting the information of the book, from the book, the prophets appointed, or the purpose of the appointment of the prophet was to, to give good news. And once you perceive that good news, what you have to do? Once you have understood the message as the essence of the good news and the warnings of the prophets, what man should do? What the man should do. So now I will explain how the good news were given to the prophets and what information was given to the prophets after the good news. Because normally when we read the ayahs and when the information comes to us, we get confused and we want to share it to the other people. So, so we must know how and when the good news are given to the prophets so that they can further share to mankind what was the behavior of them. So first of all, I'm going to discuss the, the personality of Maryam, Mary, peace be upon her. She was given the good news. Remember the Basharat, I'm just emphasizing the name, uh, the point, the Basharat or the good news. Now in this ayah, Surah Ali Imran 3, ayah 45-47, If qalat al-malaikatu ya Maryamu inna Allah yubashiruki bi kalimatin min usmuhu al-masihu Isa ibn Maryam wajihan fi dunya wal-akhirah wa min al-muqarrabin And when the angel said, O Maryam, Mary, surely Allah gives you good news, basharat, of a word from him. His name will be Al-Masih, Isa, Christ, Jesus, the son of Maryam, Mary, held in honor in this world 
and in the hereafter from those who are the close ones. Now, the whole narration about Maryam and peace be upon her, I'm going to read. But again, the emphasis is that Allah gave the good news to Maryam, peace be upon her. He gave the good news to Maryam that he, he, she will have a son. That is the good news. Basharat. You follow what I'm saying? So normally whenever the good news comes to us, it is for us that we cannot believe easily. Because of the unusual uh, experiences that Allah, we, we go through and what we are programmed into. Whatever we are programmed into, we cannot accept easily when the good news of Allah or the basharat of Allah or the good news that Allah uh, clarifies in the ayahs. So same reaction what Maryam said, Qalat Rabbi Anna Yakunu Li Walad, Walam Yam Sasni Bashar, Qala Kadalik Allahu Yakluku Mayasha, Ida Kada Amran Fainama Yakulahukun Fayakun. She said, My Lord, how will be a son for me when no man has touched me? He said, Likewise, Allah creates what He wills. When the honor is complete, then surely He said for him, Be and He was. She said in human logic, which our information is less. She said, how is it possible that I can have a son when no man has touched me? Allah said, likewise, without touching a man, you will have a son. So the question is, this is a human understanding. People are, cannot be convinced easily when they receive the message. So Maryam normally is, is trying to Say to Allah, how is it possible? So Allah said, no, you will have it. Likewise, you will have a son, no man being touching you. So now I will lead, keep on reading. So to understand this is narration, an event described about Maryam, how the fast comes in our, for our topic. Surah Maryam 19, 26 and 27. So eat fresh ripe dates and drink from the spring and cool your eyes. Then if you see anyone from a human, surely I have dedicated a fast for most gracious. So I will not speak to any man this day. Then she came with him to her people, carrying him. They said, O Maria Mary, Without doubt, you have brought an invented thing. So now, in this eye, you will see the word Saum. In Arabic, Inni Nardatu Lirrahmani Sauma. Surely I have dedicated a fast for most gracious. This is the Allah says. Why? Because the information that she had received was something beyond human comprehension. So Allah said, you will fast. Whenever you see a person, a human being, and in a man, you will not speak to that person because she was carrying this child. And this, the whole process, I'm not going to discuss about how Maryam and what happened. The information I'm just trying to convey, it, convey is, whenever the good news is given in the ayahs, it is an amazing thing for human beings because we are programmed into certain schools of thoughts or 
our knowledge of something is limited. So similarly, how Allah explained that you will fast for one day. For one day, whenever you uh, uh, somebody somebody uh, sees you, or when you see a person, you say, "I have dedicated my soul to the most precious. I fast of not to speak." You follow what I'm saying? Not to speak a fast of not to speak of the message of the Basharat or the news that was given to her, not to speak. And you read further that what happened. Ya Harun, ma kana ubuki imra'a sawim wa ma kanat ummuki baghiya fa asharat ilayhi qalu kayfa nukallimu man kana fil mahdi sabiya qala inni abdullah atani alkitaba waj'alani nabiya O sister of, sister of Harun neither your father was a bad man and nor your mother was wrong so she pointed towards him they said how can we speak to the one who is a youth in the cradle? He says, surely I am the servant of Allah. He has given me Al-Kitab, the book, and made me a prophet. Now you have to understand, Maryam, peace be upon her, peace be upon her was carrying this child, Jesus, peace be upon him, and she came to the people. She was given the good news, Right? of a son without touching a man she will produce and she produced so Allah said you fast whenever you see a person you fast that means you will not speak you will not speak and when she came to the people so they said how is this that you brought this and invented thing how how is this you got this child how can she explain she cannot explain. So she was fast. She was having a fast. So what she did is فَأَشَارَتْ إِلَيْهِ She pointed towards the child. And he was the messenger of Allah. The Prophet, Jesus, peace be upon him. So he said that Isa Islam said قَالَ إِنِّي عَبْدُ اللَّهِ الْكِتَابِ وَجَعَلَ النَّبِيَّ Surely I am the servant of Allah. He has given me Al-Kitab, the book, and has made me a prophet. Now we have to understand that whenever you are fasting of a message, of the essence, like, like she was fasting, what she did? She pointed to her son, the prophet. She knew this was an ordinary person. She knew by herself that who was she? She pointed to the person. And this person, Jesus peace be upon him, clarified that I am the prophet of Allah. Allah has made me a prophet. So we have read that Allah appointed prophets so they warn and they give good news. So this prophet Jesus gave the good news on behalf of Allah. That was enough for the people to, to be convinced. That how it happened is not the question. The question is that the, from the cradle, this person spoke, Jesus peace be upon him. He spoke to the people and said, I am the prophet of Allah. Allah has made me a prophet and Allah has given me a book. That means the fast of Maryam, peace be upon her, she did not speak. She, what she did is she pointed to the person. So suppose an afayat is clear to me, if the essence is clear to me, do I have to point to the ayat or I started giving my own understanding and interpretations? 
I just have to point to the ayahs. You see, people read the Quran, they understand the ayahs, and then they become, try to explain in their own words what they have understood. Any book of the world, that is the normal practice of the world. When we read any book, we try to understand and comprehend that book, and then we have got our own choice of words to explain. But for Allah's ayat is not, uh, is not permissible. If you have understood an ayah, you have to point to the ayats. You have to, that is the message we have to understand that whenever the essence of an ayah is clear to you, you make a habit that to defend your belief, you have to point to the ayats. So that the ayat by itself becomes clear to, uh, the, will defend you, will guard your personality. You start, stop talking your own words, your own understandings. We people generally read the book, understand the book, and then we have got some con concept of an ayah. And without referring to ayah, without quoting an ayah, we start talking. This is like this, and this is this and that. And people, are, and I've heard sermons, believe me. For one and a half, if I, standing here right now, if I say, Quran is a beautiful book. You must all of you read the Quran. And there are, everything is mentioned in the Quran for you to take guidance. Whatever I'm speaking, I can speak without reading the Quran. I can make a big, huge speech on the Quran by giving flowery talks and believe me, you will not get anything. Until unless the ayahs are given forward to you, ayahs are given into your hands so that you confirm what I am saying. That is conveying the message of Allah. There are scientific facts in the Quran. Every ayat is factual. What, what does it mean? Are you getting Allah's message? So people, this, this is the behavior. You must understand, not, you are not reading an ordinary book. It is the book of Allah, He expects you keep your mouth shut and point towards the ayahs. You cannot explain. Allah has chosen the perfect words Himself to explain the ayahs. Himself. If you think that you can explain an ayah, you are doing just conjectures. If you are, an ayat is clear to you, that means the essence, the spirit of Allah's ayah is clear to you. you. That is the most appropriate words, translated near enough, that's it, is the ayahs. Not explanations, interpretation, you can point, of course, I am pointing to the ayahs. My lectures are based on Quranic ayahs and pointing to the ayahs. Look at for yourselves. And I always provide booklets in your hand before my speech. So that you can confirm what I'm reading. So you have to listen and make a difference what I'm saying and what the ayat is saying. Drawing the conclusion is, of course you can make, if it makes sense to you. The drawing of the conclusion is that we should fast if the basharat or the good news by reading the Quranic ayahs will be given to you. And once you have understood and when you have convinced of it and when you believe it, and then you practice it, then you convey. So that it becomes a part of yourself. And convey means not your thoughts, pointing to the ayahs, opening the Quranic ayahs and referring to it. 
That is how you have to get the lesson from this. Now, another, uh, another uh, fast is mentioned with Zakari al-Islam. Ali Imran 3 and Ayah 39. فَنَادَتُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَهُوَ قَائِمًا يُصَلِّ فِي الْمِحْرَابِ أَنَّ اللَّهِ يُبَشِّكَ بِيَحْيَا مُصَدِّقًا بِكَلِمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَالسَّيِّدًا وَحَسُورًا وَنَبِيًّا مِّنَ الصَّالِحِينَ قال ربي أن يكون لي غلام وقد بلغ بلغني الكبر وامرأتي عاقر قال كذلك الله يفعل ما يشاء then the angels called him that is Zakaria peace be upon him when he was praying in the chamber surely Allah gives you yubashiruka give you good news with Yahya confirming with the word of Allah and he will be a chief and restraining or restricting himself and a prophet from those who correct themselves. He said, my Lord, how can be he be a boy for me? And without doubt, when old age has reached me and my wife or woman is sterile, barren. He said, likewise, Allah does what he wills. Now Zakri al-Islam is mentioned in the Quran as the messenger prophet of Allah and his wife was uh, barren. He, want, he prayed, there are other eyes that he prayed to Allah that I want uh, an inheritor from my, my side so that he can uh, proceed the message of God, Allah in, for the guidance of mankind. So he was praying and in the, in the salah, the prayer, the angels called him and gave the good news again by Sharat of Yahya, peace be upon him. And he will be a ward and a chief and everything. My pointing is to the ayat is that again a Basharat is given, a good news is given, which humanly he cannot comprehend. I am an old man and my wife is barren. How can I have a child? He was asking from Allah to have a child. When the good news came, he was surprised. How can I? How can I, because my, I'm an old person and my wife is barren. And in, the, in the, another place in that, Allah cured the wife. That is a separate issue, but she, he, he was surprised. So what, again, Allah says what to do when he got this message. Next ayah. Surah Al-Imran 3 and Ayah 41. قَالْ رَبِّ جَعَلْ آيَةٍ قَالَ آيَةُكَ اللَّهِ تُكَلِّمَ النَّاسَ ثَلَاثَةَ أَيَّامٍ إِلَّا رَمْزَ he said, My Lord, make me an ayah, a sign for me. He said, Your sign, ayah, is that you do not speak to the people for three days, three periods, except symbolically. That is a specialized language dependent upon the use of a symbol for communication. And remember, your Lord mostly and glorify with the first darkness of the night and at the daybreak early morning. Now again, not to speak, you will, you will do what? You will not, uh, the, he, I, he asks for a sign and a verse from Allah that what, uh, how, if, if I'm going to have a son, what, what should I do? Give me a sign, make, give me. So Allah said that for three days you will not speak to people. For three days you will not speak to people. This is a, a sign, a verse given to Zakir Again, three days fast. Before, Maryam was for one day. 
or whenever she sees a man, she will point to the babe. Here you will not speak to three, illa Ramza. Ramza is a, is a body language you can understand. Symbols. If I want to, if I say this, you understand what I mean. You know symbols. So body, you, that is, you can convey the message for three days to people if you want to communicate to the people except by body language. It's a specialized language dependent upon the use of a symbol communication. You will not speak for three days except that is there. And then you glorify me in the night. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the first darkness of the night, that is the Maghrib. First darkness starts from Maghrib. And from the, for the lunar moon, lunar calendar, the day starts. We, we, the, the difference topic, but at the time of Maghrib and till Fajr, that is the time period given. And what you will do, glorify, remember your Lord mostly and glorify with the first darkness. The first darkness is Maghrib. And of the night and the daybreak early morning, before, that is Fajr. So these are the time, night time, right? That you will not speak to the people in the daytime except from sign language. Again, the fast is for three days of not speaking. You should abstain. There is another ayat which specifies the night time. If you look further, Maryam 19 and 10 and 11. <laughs> He said, my Lord, make me an ayah for me. He said, your ayah sign is that you do not speak to mankind three nights straight, jointly. Three nights, you will not speak. So he came out from the chamber over his people that he inspired towards them that glorified at break, early morning and the first darkness of the night. So he was using, in other words, the body language. You understand what I'm saying? Again, he was using the body. There is three days, three nights, complete three nights. That means uh, a day of 24 hours is day and night. So day he was using body language, and then in the night he was remembering Allah. From the Maghrib or the uh, Maghrib till Fajr, he was mostly remembering Allah. Remember Allah. So the conclusion, these ayahs I have discussed to establish the point that the, there are types of fast. The first type of fast was not to speak. You understand what I'm saying? These, these, this, this was the narration. I have, these are the two prophets. Uh, sorry, one prophet, Zakriyasam and Nazar Maryam. These were unusual information was given to them and they could not comprehend how it's going to happen. So Allah says, Likewise, it will happen, but for what you have to do, you have to fast for three days for Zakir Sam and for Maryam. Whenever you see a man, you fast. You said, I have, I have fasted not to speak. You point to the babe. That's what he did. She did. So, in what, what is the conclusion? Now, Allah, uh, to them, angels came. Or Allah speak to him. Uh, to, so, now I would like to emphasize that we people are reading the Quran and in the Quran the prophets are delivering the message so they are giving good news and warnings from Allah 
So in other words, Allah is communicating by the book of Allah. At the same time, the message you receive from the book of Allah is a good news and warnings. So once you've understood any aspect of an ayah or the essence is clear to you, you have to fast. You cannot speak immediately until unless you be you are convinced of it, it is clarified to you, it is clarified to you and it, you have taken the guidance from it, convinced of it, guidance of it and you start practicing it and once it becomes a part of yourself, then you speak the ayahs. And speaking ayat is referring to the ayahs. Not your own understanding about the ayat. So now, I will, exp I will just uh, write down these two references which are not in the booklet. Surah Anam 6, ayah 67 and Surah Al-Hujjah 49, ayah 6. Now in Surah Anam 6, and ayah 67, the ayah says, this is a very small ayah. لِكُلِّ نَبَئِمْ مُسْتَقَرُ فَسَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ For every prophecy or news is a period of time. And soon you will know. This is the ayah. It says, لِكُلِّ نَبَئِمْ 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 comes from the, naba means prophecies. Or the prophets, when they deliver the message, are prophecies. Nabuwat is prophethood. And Naba is prophecy. And any ayat, essence when you receive, is basically news, but with a prophecy. It's a prophecy. Not ordinary news that you read a newspaper. It's news. But when you read an ayat, when the ayat is essence, is clear to you, it's a prophecy. So Allah says, for every prophecy that is mentioned in the ayat, there is a period of time. It doesn't, say, it doesn't say how many days, how many months, it's a period of time, and soon you will know. So what I am trying to convey by this ayat, whenever you conceive an ayat, or understand an essence of an ayat, so how much period of time it takes for me to, to conceive, to believe, to take guidance, to practice and clarify. How much? I don't know. It has to be upon choice. It's not three days only. It is not one day. It depends upon the individual. So it says, For every prophecy there is a period of time and soon you will know. Now what happened in generally people, they did not understood this and what they did is Whenever any message of Allah is clear to them, without practicing, without believing it, they want to share it to the others. What for? To show that I have got knowledge, you are wrong. Hujjah 49.6 Ya ayu amanu in jaakum fasiqum binabain fatabayyanu antusibu qawmum bi jahalatin fatusbihu ala ma fa'alu nadimeen Oh, you believe whenever a fasik or a liberal person comes to you speaking the, the prophecy, prophecy, he comes with the prophecy. Prophecy, I told you, is the, uh, the message of Allah's ayahs. You, you see clarification, meaning you understand properly, 
you believe in that, you practice it, then you listen. Otherwise, what you will do, uh, so that you may not reach people to this, that prophecy with ignorance, then you begin the day regretting what you have done. So I have noticed in the world that there are non-Muslims quoting the ayahs. Non-Muslims, believe me, they don't believe it. They just quote an argument for an, for, for an argument to against you. What for? He's a fasting, he's a liberal person, he doesn't care. He's just quoting an ayahs for you. And misinterpreting also. In the world there are many problems going on in the Quranic verses. This is a problem going on. So Allah says, Ya ladin amanu, oh you believe. You must listen to it carefully. In Jaakum Fasikum bin Naben. If a person is a liberal person, I'm liberal, taking the liberty of not practicing the ayahs, not taking the guidance, and but quoting ayahs. Giving the prophecy to who? To the other to the other people. So you seek clarification from him. Instead, you, you forward this message to other people and then you will feel sorry about it. And, and first example, X person, he's, he's a liberal person. He doesn't practice so many things. But he's talking about the Quran. So you heard this message, you understood the message, and immediately you brought, said to another, to some, some of your friends, that this guy is this, and he's talking about, the, he's a fast, suppose a liberal person, he doesn't practice. So Allah said, you'll be shameful, you'll feel nadim. Why did I do it? He must be speaking the correct, but the point is, he's a fasi, he's taking the liberty of not practicing. He's just informing, the, giving you the knowledge. Knowledge and guidance are two separate things. If I have got the knowledge of something, and if I don't believe and practice this, this empty words, it means nothing. But you may be impressed, that's the psyche of a human being, that we try to impress other people of certain knowledge. Because we people are hungry of knowledge of anything. We want to know what is true and what is factual. So if we know something which is true and factual, and this guy delivers you this message and he doesn't practice. So you, 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 you think that he's got knowledgeable. So what? You must clarify, is he practicing? You must clarify from him. So that is why the, the fasting of psychological fasting I had to discuss first. Because mostly people do not know of this type of fast, of not talking or not speaking, the ayahs essence when is clear to us from the book of Allah because the prophets are appointed by Allah who give good news or warns that Allah appointed prophets to give good news to mankind and he, they warn to mankind and with them he revealed the book so whatever the understanding when we read the ayats, the prophets are addressing to mankind in the Quran. Musa Islam is addressing to people, Nuwal Islam is addressing to people, Jesus peace be upon him is addressing to people. Every messenger prophet is addressing to the people in the book of Allah. So the essence that you receive is a good news, a prophecies from the from Allah. So once you've understood the essence of that message, what you have to do? You cannot share it to the people unless you are convinced and believed and have taken guidance, then you share. This is a fast of 
lawful thing. This is lawful to talk about the ayahs. It's right to talk about the ayahs. Okay, this is psychological, this is lawful. But Allah said, no, until unless, for Allah said, for every prophecy, there's a, there's a period of time, and soon you will know it. So that period of time, you have to take that period of time to conceive it properly. <clears throat> now coming to the topic, so now we'll see what the Quran says about the physical fasting. It mentions Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 185. Shahru Ramadan Ramzan is that month in which Al-Quran, the reading has been revealed as a guide for mankind and the clarification from the guidance and from the criterion. So from whom, from you whosoever witnessed that month, then he should fast it. Those who are sick or on a journey, then counting or numbering is from the other days. Allah intends easiness for you and he does not intend any difficulty for you. That you complete the counting or numbering so and so that you greaten Allah over what He guided you, and that you may be thankful. In this ayah, Allah is clarifying or telling us, informing us that in the month of Ramadan we have to fast. In the month of Ramadan we have to fast. Now, before I explain the another thing, I would like to inform you here: there are two types of uh, months in, in the world. One is by the solar system, there's a month, and one is by the lunar system. I will not go into detail, I just want to make a difference, and the difference of, of 10 days, I suppose. 10 days. The lunar month is 10 days lesser than the solar month. And this solar month, we Muslims believe in both systems. Because they are created by Allah in the ayahs. From the solar days and from the solar months, we follow our salah, the practice. We practice the salah practice. The timing of the salah, prayer is from the solar days. Listen to me very good. The solar, the solar days, the fajr prayers, and the, all the timing of the salah prayer is by the solar system. So we Muslims are following, we've made a watch, following the solar system. Earth revolving on its axis and its orbit. When it completes on the axis, it's one day. And when it completes on orbit, it's one year. Similarly, the moon is on its axis moving and it also moves in its orbit. It takes a year in an orbit and one day of a moon revolves on its axis is one day of the moon. The second uh, system that the Muslims are following is the lunar months and the lunar months is of 29 and 30 days it is of 29 days or 30 days lunar month so the Quran has made I will not go into it I'm just explaining to you the Quran has Allah has uh, made one year of a lunar by lunar also and by solar also we know this so the lunar in lunar months he had made four 
months sacred four months sacred or forbidden months in a year of a lunar lunar months among the lunar months four months are sacred or holy or forbidden months and there are certain things in that months for in that four months that lawful things are made unlawful or abstain sorry not unlawful they are abstained in a, for a period of time so the the month of ramadan is one of the month of sacred month or a holy month or a forbidden month ramadan is the ninth month of a calendar ninth month and in that month of ramadan what happens the quran is being revealed a guidance for mankind in the month of ramadan how in the tarawih all over the world you see the imam recites the tarawih in the tarawih the whole quran in the month of ramadan in the month of ramadan the quran is being revealed people they go we, we, we muslims and join the prayers or to listen to the quranic ayats if you do not understand that's your problem but the system allah ordained in the sacred mosque and all the mosques of the world which the qibla is their qibla is facing to sacred mosque are practicing the sunnah of the prophets in all time the quran is being revealed so people are standing and bowing and prostrating everything what's going on in the masjid al-haram and all over the world so quran why we are allah, we are allah is asking to fast in that month because the quran is being revealed as a guidance for mankind and it is a guidance from the criteria for wabayyinatul uh, huda wal furqan it's a clarification from the criterion the quran is a criterion to judge between right and wrong and a guidance so you can get guidance from the quran because the quran is being revealed the month of ramadan and in purpose allah says a guidance for mankind so now if you know this that is why allah is asking you to fast so in the fast you abstain the lawful food you abstain for the lawful drinks from sunrise to sunset the time is will come in the ayas why you must understand why we are fasting in the month of ramadan why because the quran is sent down and it is sunnah is being carried all over the world in all over the world in all parts of the world the imam the leader recites the quran it is being sent down continuously sent down you are standing behind the and the tarawih you listen to the ayat of allah you don't take guidance that's your problem but it is purpose of allah is that the quran is a guidance for mankind so that but allah says who ever is a witness of that month he should fast witness of the month of ramadan in which the quran is being revealed sent down so now he say woman kana maridan wala safarin and whoever is uh, sick uh, maris means sick or on a journey so he should count the, this number of days in other other days so here it is mentioned this there is another ayat which explain how and what so we go to the next ayat so in this ayah surah al-baqarah 2 and ayah 183 it says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykumus siyam kama kutiba alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun 
فردر تو 184 آیت سیز ایام معدودات فمن کان منکم مریضاً او علا سفر فعدت من ایام اخر وعلا الذین یطقیقونه فدیتن طعام مسکین فمن تطوع خیراً فهو خیر اللہ وَأَن تَصُومُوا خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ اِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ And Al-Baqatuh Ayah 183 says O you who believe fasting is written over you like what was written over those before you that you may take God Now in this ayah Allah is addressing to the believers Ya ayyuhu alladheena amanu O you who believe is not addressing to the Jews and the Christians. It is addressing to the believers of all times. It says, Ya amanu, fasting is written or prescribed over you as it was prescribed before you. So that you take God. In this ayat, you get two, two, underst- two understandings, very, very, you must understand what two essence of these two ayat in the ayat, these two portions very important. One is the purpose of fasting, to take God. And how will you take God? By abstaining or fasting the lawful food, which is lawful. So you will abstain from the lawful food and drinks in the month of Ramadan, so your, you will have taqwa will increase, you will guard, you will, you will develop the habit of guarding your psyche, the lawful. And it is also one more point, it is addressing as it was prescribed before you. That means in all times, fasting to the believers was prescribed exactly the same. It never changed. When we fasting, when are we fasting? What time period? In the month of Ramadan. In the month of Ramadan was not invented 1400 years back. It was there in the Quran. Ninth month of the calendar, month of Ramadan was there. So people were fasting before the advent of, so to say, Muhammad peace be upon him event. It was there. The believers, because this ayat was revealed, so to say, 1400 years back. So it was addressing to the believers, not to the Jews, not to the Christians, not to any non-Muslim. It was said, Ya Yuladi Namanu. Believer you and believers at the past. It is written on you. And it, that Allah did not wrote for after 1400 years. It was written on mankind of all times. That believers fasting is prescribed or written over you as it was prescribed, written over before you. So the Quran was there, it was the revelation was there for people to fast in that month. It is not an invention after 1400 people came to know how to fast and what to fast. We are not, Allah is not talking about the Jews and the Christians that they, they are also fasting. Why are you trying to mix their man-made concepts into Allah's ayahs? We are nobody to mix the concepts of man the books written by the Christians and the Jews and their way of fasting has nothing to do with the fasting of Allah when Allah says about in the ayahs. When Allah says, you are you ladhi namanu, it is referring to the believers of now, right now, at this moment, and before me, means before all time, till the, when the 
from the time the immemorial it was there fasting we have to fast because the, in the month of ramadan quran is being sent down as a guidance for mankind do you want to say that before 1400 there were no mankind were the monkeys guidance for mankind means of all time this quran was sent down as a guidance for mankind from the days of immemorial wherever you can think of the quran was there for the guidance of mankind ramadan was there for the guidance of mankind and in that man mankind fasted the believers the believers fasted in that month and still today we are fasting who are fasting in the whole world all the nationalities all the language of the world men believers are fasting in that month it is not the jews it was never the christians why are you bringing those people into this ayats it's not right is that they're saying to the believers so you taqwa you gain taqwa you guard yourself so you must understand when you read the ayat you should read it in its distinct clear form you cannot mix your own ideology and philosophies to the ayat look it was addressed to the, the jews also fast why are you talk about this their fasting is nothing to do with this ayat we are fasting because the, the quran shahru ramadan alladhi unzila fil quran hudal linnas we are fasting because the month of ramzan is a holy sacred month and in that month the quran was sent down is a guidance for mankind of four times and whoever faman shahida minkum ashara falyasmu and whoever is a witness to that month he should fast that's it we are fasting not because of our overhauling of our bodies people make unusual statements we are forgetting the most important aspect of that is the revelation of the quran for guidance that allah sent this quran for guidance we have to take guidance the purpose of quran is to take guidance not cramming what do you say cramming ratifying i don't know what you say in english cramming the arabic and don't understand anything and standing and thinking that they are taking guidance how can you take guidance when you don't even understand so purpose is to take guidance that is why we if you are present during that man you should fast that's the purpose and now it says ayyama ma'duda why i'm saying i explain to this lunar system that ayyama ma'duda means the numbers of the days are counted so we count because every month is not 30 days or 29 days so let's use the word ma'dud ma'dudat mean the numbers are counted it's not for fixed 30 months some people are saying it's wrong no i says 20 no. ayyam ma'duda means days numbered or counted so you count in the month of ramadan don't you we count it is 29 or 30 so every time it's not 30 and it every time it's not 20 9 so this is how so let's use the word ayyam ma'duda you count the number of days whether it's 29 or 30 you will come to know and the, this lunar system is accurately going on whether it comes on pakistan uh, this uh, captain is sitting in my audience he knows the fact that it will be there you don't need to physically see it because the by calculus the movement of the sun and the moon is accurately moving its orbit it is never late it doesn't say it ha- whenever it comes on our country it sh- whether it's visible or not it should be done 
we the experts know the who knows the navigations they can calculate and can say you can't see it but the moon is there but it doesn't sell us say it's you should sight the moon physically the science you see people have made watches they have made so many things now you don't require all these things but still people are living in dark ages they want to see it and it was there at that time and you didn't have the invention now by calculation exact by dot navigator experts the the, the 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 person who knows these things they know because the moon is traveling at a constant speed in its orbit and whenever the earth uh, the country of your country it should be there so it is not a confusion this created by people the 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 the, 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 the what they say the jury is sitting and looking and sighting and we didn't sight it so it doesn't say about sighting at all you know it you i say you you so you count these days so now now it says faman kana minkum maridan aw ala safarin fa'iddatun min ayamin ukhra who so from you is sick or over journey then count the number from other days so now if a person is sick a sick that 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 he should know that his sickness will be cured or he you know, for people are sick you know there are types of sicknesses and we can take a medical advice not your wishful thinking that i don't want to fast not your wishful thinking i don't want to fast it is doctors medical experts they know you are not feeling well you require medicine and 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 it's not good for your health at this particular time to allah is giving you a margin then you fast in then other number of days when the sickness is over similarly people are flying from look, look there's a, i would like to about the journeys like for example i live in pakistan and i'm this gentleman has come from hyderabad sitting in the audience he has traveled at least 100 kilometers approximately some kilometers to the right he came so there is no problem a journey if you are traveling in a journey where there is no time difference listen to me very carefully the journey in journeys there is no time of difference you can fast but if there is a time of difference you cannot like in, if you go by planes there is a time of difference because you are going either easterly or westerly there is a time difference so you are not allowed to fast so allah is mentioned only journey it is a man to judge whether he is sick or whether he is all right is the doctors to judge he they will say look no you are not right so the experts know that that there will be a time difference and in the time difference you, you your your fast will go wrong you are living in one particular area the time is changing of a second or two second or three second in a country in a place in that whole country if you are traveling you can fast but in a plane the experts will tell you no if what what flight you going to from here to for example suppose you go to india and the india and pakistan time is same then you can fast but if there is a difference of timing the experts will tell you no there will be a difference time you cannot fast so you must understand journeys and sickness is related to the experts they can advise you that this journey is possible you can fast and this sickness is possible you can fast and this sickness is not try you cannot fast and this journey you cannot fast because of the difference of time and further it says wa alal ladina yutiqunahu fidyatun ta'am miskin and over those who are enclosed or encircled then ransom redemption is to feed the needy everybody has got it okay so if a person is sick continuously 
so that means he is encircled in sickness you follow what I am saying the further, and those who are encircled or enclosed in sickness continuously then they will feed the ransom is redemption is to feed the needy did you understand my point any person who is continue, there are people in the world who are continuously sick they are encircled they are enclosed enclosed uh, and encircled and enclosed in that sickness you, if, they, if you people any person know that the doctor they will visit to a doctor and he says I am continuously sick I can't live without water I can't do this this without so he's encircled and enclosed in that sickness or if he's traveling in space he's enclosed and encircled so he cannot you know journey like that so if you're enclosed and encircled then you do you have to feed the needy one person one fast equal to one feeding of a one person but normally in, in generally I've taken people have have taken this ayat in a sense that even if I'm feelings I've got the strength to fast I'm not fasting I'm just giving the feed, feeding to the poor it's wrong it is only when you're encircled of sickness continuously or if you're in circles or a journey where the time difference is continuous you cannot fast so then you feed the one person needy person otherwise you have to fast and the sickness is over you have to again fast again fast when the sickness is over but the sickness is if you are encircled with sickness and the doctors know the experts know that no it's not right for you to fast so it's not then you you are encircled in sickness you can feed the poor the needy sorry the miskin masakin miskin and so who so whosoever voluntarily does betterment then it is better for him and that you fast it is better for you if you know so in this whole ayat we have got the point that we are fasting in the month of Ramadan why because the Quran was sent down as a guidance we take, can take guidance from it secondly the purpose of fast is to take God and if I am sick or I am a journey a sickness that can be cured you know you can complete the fast in the other days and if I'm the journey is complete I can complete the fast in the other days but if such a journey or such a sickness that you are encircled in it or enclosed in it then you have to feed the needy you follow what I'm saying or if whenever you find the time if you have got this fasting is better for you not just you're healthy you're giving one one feeding the poor people are healthy people they can fast but they are saying one fast is equal to one feed needy poor, poor, uh, feed the needy no until as you are encircled that you cannot fast you are in that condition then only you can feed the needy otherwise not so this was the relation to the ayahs of fasting during the month of Ramadan now there are other other uh, fasts mentioned in the Quran which are not related only to the month of month of Ramadan we know we have we have just, I have now discussed but there are other fasts mentioned in the Quran the same fast and the timings I will read this ayah where you will come to know the timings and the abstainness
what to abstain. So in Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 187, فَلَا تَقْرَبُوهَا كَذَلِكَ يُبَيْنُ اللَّهُ آيَاتِهِ لِلنَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَّقُونَ It is lawful for you to be indecent, to have obscene talks to your woman or wife in the night of the fast. They are a covering for you and you are a covering for them. Allah knows that you betrayed your souls or yourselves, so He returns over you and pardon you about it. So now accompany them and seek what Allah has written for you and eat and drink until the white thread from the dawn clarifies for you from the black thread. Then complete the fast towards the night and you do not accompany them when you are devoted in the mosque. That is Etakaf. These are the boundaries, limits of Allah so you do not go near them. Likewise, Allah clarifies His ayahs, signs for the people, so that they may take God. Now in this ayah, you will come to know uh, in the fast what we have to abstain. Uh, you see, the first portion of an ayah is referring to obscene talks or indecent you know a husband there's a separate topic which deal with a relationship between husband and wife husband wife relationship in a particular time factor in in in, 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 in having sexual relationship there is a specific uh, prerequisite of that relationship is indecent talk to the wife rafasa is permissible by allah all over a year and in the month, night of the fast is permissible by Allah. But what has happened? People thought this month is holy, so they avoided the talk, taking that it is the whole month is holy. So Allah said, It is lawful for you to be indecent, to have an obscene talk to your woman in the night of the fast, not in the daytime when you are fasting. In the daytime, when you are fasting, the daytime is fasting. We are getting the time factor of the fast and what we have to abstain. We cannot be indecent talk in the daytime when we are fasting with your wife. So now Allah says that it is lawful in the night of the fast. That means in the night of the fast, if you intend to have relations, you can have indecent talks. But what happened, Allah says, that it says that it's explained to that and he expect that these women are a covering for you for them you know they are a covering for you and you are a covering for them meaning that she's not going to discuss with other people about your indecency and neither you will discuss what the indecency you have with your wife both are libas and covering to each other 
of during that indecent talk in the night of the fast and all over here. Specially permitted permission is granted in the month of Ramadan, in the night of the fast, when people took this as a holy month and a sacred month, they forbid this. So Allah says further, Allah says, you betrayed your souls. He, so he returns over you and pardon you about it. So now accompany them and seek what Allah has written over you. Meaning in the night of the fast, people betrayed their souls by it was lawful for them to be indecent with their wives. They did not become indecent. Though in the whole month of Ramadan, the night of the fast. So Allah says that Allah pardon you and he expects you to, if you were not, if you were making, taking as a holy whole month, in the night of the fast also you were not being indecent to your wife. So he says, he has pardoned you and, and, and pardoned you about it. So now accompany them and see what Allah has written over you. Mean you can be indecent. It's lawful for you. So there were women, uh, sorry, there were people and men today also and at that time and all time. They take the whole month as Ram, Ramadan, Ramadan holy and and, and, and fix it as a holy and sacred and they do not have any indecency talks in the month of Ramadan until the month of Ramadan is over. So I say you betrayed your souls. You betrayed your own souls. This law was not from Allah. You made it lawful, unlawful. So Allah said it is lawful for you to do so. So now first portion we have understood that the, in the daytime you cannot be indecent. You cannot, indecent the word there is Rafasa means you cannot have any kind of touch. It's beyond. You can't touch your wife because you can't, Allah does not permit you to be indecent. You understand what I'm saying? In relationship of sex, there people are thinking that we are not eating, drinking, we can have, you know, relationship. What are you talking? Allah is using the word not even indecent in the, in the daytime. In the nighttime, it's permissible only. So in the daytime, you're fasting that First, we come to know that you cannot have any physical contact, no contacts whatsoever, even not even indecent with your wife in the daytime when you're fasting. The night of fast is allowed. Now, further it says, for, uh, now is the timings. Now, this portion of Anaya is explaining us the timings of the fast. He says you eat and drink. When the white thread, when the white thread is clear to you uh, from the dawn, from the black thread. Now this is known as a twilight time, meaning the time before the sunrise. Before the sunrise, the, when, the, uh, when the sun starts to come, before the uh, the, the, the sun, actually you see, don't see the sun, but you see the darkness is removed. Little darkness is removed and that is the white thread from the black thread. The hole is black and when the light blackness is gone and the white thread, you can see that is the time of closing the fast. Okay? Now it says further, Thumma Then you complete the fast when, hello, when you complete when you complete the fast, towards the night. Towards the night. The, yeah, okay, hold on. The very important point. It says towards the night, not in the night. 
there are communities that you call Shia group, they, they open the fast in the night. If it would be in the night, it would be filled. Fim is in. Ila means towards the night, as the night approaches. And it would be filled means in the night. The word night is there, I understand. But the question is, Allah does not say filled means in the night. So he said towards the night. So the moment sun sets, it's the beginning of the night. So the Allah says, You complete the fast towards the night, not in the night. If you complete the fast in the night, means you are making late for 10 minutes, whatever the minute says. You are establishing the night, then you are opening the fast. So I have to make this important because people are making this, they, you say, it says Lail in the Quran. Of course it says Lail, but what does it say? It doesn't say Fil Lail means in the night, it says towards the night. Night doesn't be, be our night begins the moment the sun sets, is set, the night begins. And even the opening of the, the closing of the fire, it's not the, in the daytime. It's not the daytime, it says the white thread and the black thread is clear. It's not day, it is just night, Starting of the night, uh, starting of the day. It is not, it, that same is the, uh, when you, the sun sets, it is again twilight time. Not, the moment it sets, it is there. It is not in the night. The night is complete darkness. So you must understand. So now here I would like to make one more point. You see this, uh, it says, it says very clearly, I will read again. Uh, eat and drink fajr. Fajr, the word is it means daybreak so he says eat and drink until the white thread from the dawn from the dawn means daybreak clarifies to you from the black thread the sun has not come out it is just a change of color of blackness into slight whiteness that is the daybreak okay and it says that you will complete it during in the night towards the night not in the night towards the night so now there are you must understand that means that we are allowed to fast where night and day Allah says night and day is present in Arabic light is night Nahar means day. Nahar means daylight. And there is another word, Yom means period of time. Period. So when Allah says night, it says for, uh, lawful for you is to be indecent in the night. So that means Nahar is day. Similarly, it says you complete, uh, uh, eat and drink till this white, th- that means daytime and nighttime. Now what happens if you're living in North Pole? Or you're living in, the sun is going around, look, normally sun goes like this, it rises, it goes on top of your head, it, it goes and set. But in, in an area where not higher sand latitudes, it moves like in a circular motion. It goes from like this, like this whole circles, and it comes, come back again, it's like, like this is moving. It's not going up, it's just moving like this. I'm just in a layman's language I'm explaining. So for example, east is there, and it, uh, you see the difference. You see, look, 6 o'clock, I'm just giving you an example to explain to you. 6 o'clock is there, east, the sun rises. 
So now here in this world we will see like this going, it will go like this, it will go like this, it will join here. Okay, sunrise, this D you make like this or you make like this, here, exactly same. And it will come like this, again it will be there. But it will go down from the earth, it will come back from here again. So on the North Pole, on areas where there are six month days, okay, would you fast there or not? Hello? Will fast? Why? Did you say daylight? Did you say daylight? Did you say night? It says Lail. I was telling you. You see, listen to me very carefully. The Quran says the daylight and the night. There is no night. So it's days. So you are enclosed in a situation you cannot fast because of your condition there. Like you can, you're, if you are on a journey in space, there is no day and night, this 24 hours. So you are enclosed because we are fasting due to lunar moon month, not a solar. So in that, if there is day day, so I was just explaining to you, in the night of the fast is permissible. If it's almost day, 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 where is, there is no difference of day and night, because I would say it's the dawn, it says about the dawn. You follow what I'm saying? That is why I'm trying to emphasize this ayat very clear to you, that if you are living in, in those areas where there is no sunset, there is no night, there is no day. If there is a day and night difference, it can be two hours or three hours or four hours. But it must have a difference of day and night. You can have 18 hours fast, you can have 16 hours fast, you can have 12 hours fast or 14 hours, 20 hours, but it should have a difference of day and night. If there is no difference of day and night, then you are not allowed to fast. So that means you are enclosed or you are encircled in a situation, you have to feed the poor. You understand my point? Because people are saying that it's not possible to play in the North Pole where South Pole, where there are night, six months night. Okay, there's night, there's no day, daybreak then. If there's no daybreak, you are not allowed to fast. Then, but there's a compensation for you to practice Allah's judgment. He says to you, if you are enclosed, I read the Naya, if you are enclosed or encircled in a situation, then you feed the needy. So this is also a condition where you are in that area where there is no difference of day and night. It is continuous day. And it doesn't, you know, I, if you don't, I don't want to go into detail, but it starts dipping, you know, it dips and comes and it dips and comes and finally it goes from, from six months, how it goes, you know, there's a different procedure involved in technology, if you, uh, in scientific science, how the sun moves and it, it starts dipping again and then it starts dipping again, it starts dipping and it, it again behaves like us, like we are in this area. But it's a, the, the altogether different. But if it's no day, the, it's always daytime, so night is not appearing. And you can't see the white thread and the black thread of dawn. You cannot. So you are enclosed and circle in that area, in that situation. So what you will do? You will feed the poor. Simple. Now further the ayah says, وَلَا تُبَاشِيُنَّ وَانْتُمْ عَاكِفُونَ فِي الْمَسَاجِدِ And when you are devoted in the mosque, do not accompany your women. So now this is very important. I have people have not understood, I mean they have understood, but you know practices are going, unusual practices. It says, وَلَا تُبَاشِيُنَّ وَانْتُمْ عَاكِفُونَ فِي الْمَسَاجِدِ So men are sitting in a mosque like Etikaf they say, Men are sitting in the mosque. 
not women. Women are not sitting in the mosque. So he says, you will not uh, accompany or, or accompany them, your women, when you are uh, sitting means when you're devoted in the mosque. So you will not have any uh, this kind of accompany them in the, in the, in the mosque. You are sitting. Now what happened nowadays? Women are sitting in the house. Where does it say you sit in the house, woman? Does it say in the ayahs? It says, Aakifuna fil masajid. So, by, I don't understand. Why can't people understand this ayah? It is referring to men. And, and men are asked to sit in the mosque for a period of time. That is 10 nights of the month of Ramadan. I will discuss, we will, we will see that 10 months. 10 nights of the last 10 nights of the, in the month of Ramadan, you can sit in the itikaf and devoted are men. So why women want to sit in the mosque? And why Allah is not allowed them to go to, to do so? Because of menstruation, because of uh, <laughs> childbirth or breastfeeding, so many things are with women that they are secluded or excluded from these kind of laws and rules and regulations of God. So you, you say, no, they can sit in the house. Who said that they can? Allah doesn't say this. It's in masjid. And masjid and house in Arabic, bait means house. Bait means house. And masjid means place of prayer. They are two different words. So it says that specifically, وَلَا تُبَارْشُنَّ وَأَنْتُمْ عَاكِفُونَ فِي الْمَسَاجِدِ And you do not accompany your wives or women when you are in the masjid, devoted in the mosque. So men are sitting in the mosque last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan. That is Aitakaf. Suppose now these women, they go for Umrah and Hajj there in the sacred mosque and they can sit, can be devoted for a period of time. Like for example, normally it's a practice, they go for Zohar prayers and they are uh, in Wuzu or they are alright. They can sit till Maghrib, Isha, no problem. But these men have to sit 10 nights totally, 10 day and night, sorry. Except for Sariyar and Iftari or go to the toilets, that's all. Then you have to be in the mosque all the time. So men can be devoted. Women can be devoted for a small little period of time. But for not 10 nights. Because of the, they don't have to sit in the house also. It's not mentioned in the book. So this is what I was just trying to say. So he said, Tilka hududullah. These are the boundaries of Allah. Fala taqrabuha. Do not go near them. Likewise, Allah clarifies His ayah signs for people so they, they, they may take God. So now the month of Ramadan, the fasting is, is, is clear to you. The time of fast is clear to us. And it is also clear in the daytime, we have to abstain from loose talks and obscenity. And the night of the fast we can. But once we are in the, in the mosque, we are not allowed. So now these were the uh, fasting of the month of Ramadan. Now I will discuss some other fast, other days of the of fast, other than the month of Ramadan, which people do not know. Normally, the month of Ramadan is very famous only that we all fast in the month of Ramadan. But there are other fasts also, other than the month of Ramadan, which I will discuss in Surah Baqarah 2 and Ayah 196. وَأَتِمُّ الْحَجَّ وَالْعُمْرَةَ لِلَّهِ فَإِنْ أُحْسِرْتُمْ فَمَا اسْتَيْسَرَ مِنَ الْحَدِيِ وَلَا تَحْلِقُوا رُؤُسَكُمْ حَتَّى يَبْلُغَ الْحَدِيُ مَحِلَّهِ فَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ مَرِيدًا أَوْ بِهِ أَدَمْ مِنْ رَأَسِهِ 
ففدية من صيام أو صدقة أو نسك فإذا أمنتم فمن تمتع بالعمرة عمرة للحج فما استيسر من الحدي فمن لم يجد فصيام ثلاثة أيام في الحج وسبعة إذا رجعتم تلك عشرة كاملة ذلك لمن لم يكن أهله حاضر المسجد الحرام واتقوا الله واعلموا أن الله شديد لقاب and complete hajj that is pilgrimage and umrah visiting for Allah if you are being restricted so seek what is easy from the gift that is from the cattle and you do not shave your heads until your gifts have reached its place of slaughter so whoever whosoever is sick from you or with him there is a hurt from his head then you ransom redemption from fasting or charity or reclusion or solitude then when you are secure so, so who enjoyed with Umrah visiting towards Hajj pilgrimage so seek what easy from gift that is from the cattle then whosoever do not find then fasting for three days in Hajj pilgrimage and seven when you return that is complete ten ten fast that is to whom whose family is not present at the sacred mosque and take guard of Allah and know that surely Allah is strong, severe in pursuit. Now there are many things in this ayah is related to Hajj. So I will not go into many details of the whole Hajj uh, and I don't expect the people should ask questions about the Hajj. But two, three points I'll just clarify that we have people, just I will just in my words, what is the main point I want to explain? If you are in Hajj, and you have to uh, uh, give a gift and that is a sacrificing animal from the uh, cattle from the cattle it can be a goat or a camel or a cow whatever you have to go there for, for qurbani that's in uh, in our language so when 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 you have to give and you if, if suppose in that area you do not find suppose there's a shortage of cattle or camels or goats and lambs you cannot find and I have visited there. So what I have to do? I will fast for three days. During Hajj days. The Hajj days is total five days. Five days is the Hajj days. The first two Hajj, not the first two days you will not uh, fast. Because the third and the fourth and the fifth day is, is uh, the, uh, it, it says that the, the slaughtering of cattle is, is done. So what you do is the first two days you don't fast. The third day you come to know that you will not, you don't, you will, you will not find cattle or uh, for, for offering. You will not find. So we fast the third day and the fourth day and the fifth day. Three days in Hajj. And what you will do when you come back to your own country, you have to complete seven days here more. So that completes ten days. Because you visited the house and by any reason you did not found, found the, uh, to give the gift for Allah, during that period of time, so you will fast when the Hajj started, not the first day, not the second day, the third day, third, fourth and the fifth day, you fast. This is the whole uh, uh, structure. I'm just, so we are fasting during that period if we are not able to provide the gift to Allah of the sacrificing of, of the cattle. Nowadays, it's very easy. There are so many cattle there. 
you can go and and give it to or give it the offering for the for the sacrifice but suppose a man is living there or if even suppose i'm a poor person i cannot afford and give it an animal for sacrifice so i will fast 3 days in the month of, uh, the last 3 days of the hajj and 7 days back to my country and i'll fast 10 days in total this is for those people who are not present there you you understand this simple or not difficult so this is a separate fasting than the month of ramadan which people do not know now in this ayah there is one more important issue which is not related to our topic but is is very important another fast is mentioned it says that when we people go there and after the slaughtering has taken place my slaughtering of an animal has taken place then i shave my head who are going to who are shaving the heads who are shaving the heads why not women why not they are not you see the problem is the quran is addressing to both sexes it says whenever you visit then after the you have slaughtering of the head uh, slaughtering of the animal uh, the, the, the cattle then you shave your heads so men are doing it women are not doing it but it says if you when you are exemption of not shaving the head is also mentioned in the ayat which says that and if you look it says do not shave your heads until your gift has reached its place of slaughter so whosoever is sick from you <coughs> or with him there is a hurt from his head if there is a sickness or is there a sickness from your head then you rent them redemption from fasting if the women are feeling all right just because their hairs are adornment and they are not shaving their heads hajj is not complete everything we do believe me the tawaf men and women together the safa marwa men and women together the 5 days of uh, staying in mina men and women together separately but together mina everything stoning of the whatever people do except for shaving the heads men and women do not perform why not are not they performing the hajj so this is important and it is only permissible not to shave your head if you are sick or there is a sickness in your head if you say i my sickness is that i am a psychological person i will feel odd and i don't want to shave my head because i'll feel little and my beauty will go away that is not the sickness the sickness is in your head is something not that psychological i can't face it for allah you have to do and believe me i am surprised these muslim ladies should be ashamed from from these christian nuns they shave their heads it's not true in the bible but they shave their heads because of the religion and this buddhist woman they shave the heads because of buddhist religion these actresses they shave their heads because of the uh, to, to to play a role why women believing women cannot shave their heads i am surprised Allah is clearly, distinctly, categorically saying, and these our our so-called uh, Muslim scholars have pardoned these women easily. Oh no, no problem for this little. Is this mentioned the Quran? It is not mentioned the Quran. 
So why you take judgment of based on this? You are reading the ayat yourself. You are verifying from yourself. If any man in the whole world says that it's not true, look at the ayat. If you are a believer in the nearness of Allah, then you must take the decision. You are performing a hajj for so many thousand, one lakh, two lakh, I don't know how many money you spend. You perform everything, but you don't want to shave your head. So it has to come from God. Believe me, you are not believers. Believers, what, what, what belief? Why are you taking the, uh, uh, the shoulder of a, of a Malvi? Will he be on the day of judgment accounted for you? You are accounted for yourself. So remember this, this is important, only fast is permissible if your head is, you have something wrong with your head. If you have hurtness in your head or you are sick, then Allah says you can fast. Otherwise you are a normal healthy person and you are there and there is nothing wrong, shave off your heads. Surah Maida al-5 and Ayah 95. Ya ayyuhalladheen amu la taqtulu s-saida wa antum hurum wa man qatalahu minkum muta'ammidam فَجَزَاءٌ مِثْلُ مَا قَتَلَ مِنَ النَّعْمِ يَحْكُمُ بِهِ ذَوَا عَدْلٍ عَدْلٍ مِنْكُمْ هَدِيَمْ بَالِغَ الْكَعْبَةِ أَوْ كَفَّارَةٌ طَعَامٌ مِسْمَسَاكِينَ أَوْ عَدْلُ ذَلِكَ صِيَامًا لِيَذُوقَ وَبَالَ أَمْرِهِ عَفَ اللَّهُ عَمَّا سَلَفْ وَمَنْ عَادَ فَيَنْتَقِمُ اللَّهُ مِنْهِ Wallahu azizun dun tiqam. O you who believe, do not kill the hunt or prey. That is to chase or search, catching, trapping the prey for the purpose of killing. And you are in sanctities. When you are in sanctities, that is pilgrimage garb, a distinctive of a uniform kind of do's and don'ts in Hajj pilgrimage months. And whosoever from you kills, or hunt intentionally, then the reward is like of what he killed is from the cattle. Two equitable from you will govern with it, that a gift likewise from the cattle reaches the Kaaba, or an atonement or the amendment correction is feeding the needy persons, or eatable to that is a fast, so that they taste the consequences of his order of killing. In the in that uh, hunting. <clears throat> Allah has pardoned about what is past and whosoever returns Allah will avenge inflicting punishment and act of retributive justice from him and Allah is mighty the one who avenges. I said now in this ayah again I, I, this is a hill, uh, big this thing, this, uh, description about Hajj. You see simply is you are not allowed to hunt or kill a, an animal like you know people do for hunting. So the hunting is not allowed during Hajj season. And especially who are, who are performing Hajj. Because you are wearing that pilgrimage garb. In the, maybe in the ancient time people used to do. So now, nowadays no, people do not. Especially in that area I am talking about. You know people in, in, in Pakistan and all parts of the world there are places that people like to hunt, kill animals. They are wild animals or even some animals they want to eat. But in the times when you are in the presence of sacred mosques and you are wearing the pilgrimage garb, that means there are certain rules that you have to follow. That you do not have to dispute and argue and debate when you are in Hajj 
uh, you are performing Hajj. Then you, you cannot do Rafasa, you cannot do indecent talk. You cannot have sexual relation with your wife during Hajj period. I am talking about this is lawful otherwise, but not in those days when you are having this uh, performing Hajj. So what I am saying is there are certain do's and the don'ts specifically related to Hajj. So this whole big lecture. So in that connection, the killing of uh, Hajj is also forbidden. So if you, any person does it intentionally, so Allah said, take two uh, equitable uh, governors and then he will uh, uh, equate the hunt. Jo, for, for example, you have killed a hunt and the prey. Equitable, you will have to give a goat or a cow or a, from the cattle or, or, a, or a camel. It depends upon what type of weight that hunt you kill. You kill a lion, suppose. You will kill an elephant. So maybe the cow. I don't know how they, they do this thing, but it based on how, what is the uh, hunt you have done. You have done it intentionally, you are not supposed to do it when you are in, in, in pilgrimage garb, you were performing Hajj, you did it. So then the two, two people, equitable governance, will uh, equate the hunt prey equal to the cattle from the, from the cattle. And that is from the cattle is the camel or the goat or lamb or cow. It all depends upon the situation. So this, if you are not able to do that, then you are to fast. So this is the whole ayat is explaining this point. So I just want to deliver uh, fasting. We only know month of Ramadan. Now you come to know another fasting of 10 days in the Hajj. And this is if you kill the hunt. Again a fast. If you don't have, if you can't do, provide all this, then you have to fast. So main po important point is I am trying to sh make clear in your minds other than the fasting of Ramadan we are supposed to fast into different situations. And the situation I mentioned before was what 10 nights of the fast of the Hajj 10 days sorry of the, of the Hajj and one of not shaving the head and because of sickness. And here it is that if you kill the hunt then a fast. That is only now another similar ayat is mentioned related, not similar means that another ayat of fasting different than month of Ramadan. Surah Nisa 4 وَمَا كَانَ لِمُؤْمِنٍ أَنْ يَقْتُلُ مُؤْمِنًا إِلَّا خَطَوَا وَمَنْ قَتَلَ مُؤْمِنًا خَطَانْ فَتَحْرِيرُ رَقَبَةٍ مُؤْمِنًا وَذِيَةٌ مُسَلَّمَةٌ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِ إِلَّا أَنْ يَصَدَّقُوا فَإِنْ كَانَ مِنْ قَوْمٍ عَدُوٍّ لَكُمْ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَتَحْرِيرُ رَقَبَةٍ مُؤْمِنَةٍ وَإِنْ كَانَ مِنْ قَوْمٍ بَيْنَكُمْ وَبَيْنَهُمْ مِيثَاقٌ فَدِيَةٌ مُسَلَّمَةٌ إِلَى أَهْلِهِ وَتَحْرِيرُ رَقَبَةٍ مُؤْمِنَةٍ فَمَنْ لَمْ يَجِدْ فَصِيَامُ شَهْرَيْنِ مُتَتَابِعَيْنِ تَوَّتَ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ عَلِيمًا حَكِيمًا It is not for a believer that he kills a believer except by mistake. If one kills a believer, then he should liberate, free a believing slave, one, pay the blood money to his family, two, unless they remit it freely. If he is from the people who are your enemy and he was a believer, then he liberates or frees a believing slave. If he is from the people with whom you have treaty, then blood money should be paid, submitted to his family, and a believing slave be liberated free. For those who do not find 
this what I have read then fasting for two months consecutively continuously a way of repentance from Allah and Allah is knower wise so this is again an, a separate condition of fasting a separate condition if any man or woman kills a believer not only men kill women also killing woman kills a believer so she, she or he has to fast for two months consecutively when if she is not he is not able to provide liberate a free slave believing slave or pay the blood money to his family you see if you are able to come in contact with the person family so you have to pay the blood money that is the first condition or free the slave or uh, if you do not find the person whom you have killed meaning suppose I killed a long time back now I don't know where the family is supposed to and I don't know anybody and I, I can't give then I have to fast consecutively continuously for two months so months oh sorry fasting is very important in Allah's eyes it, it increases your taqwa and it guards you from any it, the, the, the kafara or the redemption or the, the guilt will go away it, otherwise the guilt will not go away you see the purpose of fasting so that the guilt go, goes away so you fast for two months consecutively continuously that is the purpose of fasting in this context so I am reading these ayahs just to explain to you other than the month of Ramadan there are different type of fast that are mentioned in the Quranic ayahs so in this ayah if you kill a believer he is not that you kill an ordinary man and you have killed it by mistake you did not have the intention to kill it was you killed a believer by mistake so the first is that you should liberate a free believing woman, uh, man, slave or pay the, pay the blood money to his family unless they repent or the other further kind of liberates the free believing man and if you the blood money and if you do not find this kind of Think, then you have to fast for two months consecutively. Okay, this is another condition. Fasting. So we only know for Ramadan month. Now you know how many months, how many fasting you have to do. It's not only. Then another condition is also mentioned in the Quran. Surah Azab 33 and Ayah 4 and 2. وَمَا جَعَ اللَّهُ لِرَجْمٍ مِنْ قَلْبَيْنِ مِنْ فِي جَوْفِ وَمَا جَعَلَ أَزْوَاجَكُمُ اللَّائِي أَزْوَاجَكُمُ اللَّائِي تُظَاهِرُونَ مِنْهُنَّ وَمَاتِكُمْ وَمَا جَعَلَ أَدْعِيَاءَكُمْ أَبْنَاكُمْ ذَلِكُمْ قَوْلُكُمْ بِيَفَائِكُمْ وَاللَّهُ يَقُولُ الْحَقَّ وَهُوَ يَهْدِ السَّبِيلِ And further I read Al-Mujadila 58 and Ayah 2 مَا هُنَّهُمْ مَاتِهِمْ إِنْ أُمَّهَتُهُمْ إِلَّا اللَّائِي وَلَذْنَمْ وَإِنَّهُمْ لَيَقُولُهُنَ مُنْكَرَمْ مِنَ الْقَوْلِ وَزُورًا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَعْفُوٌ غَفُورٌ Allah is not made for, you, for any man from two hearts in his abdomen and he has not made your pairs wives that you make obvious from them as your mothers and he, and he has not made your called sons as your sons that is your saying with your mouth and Allah says the truth and he guides to the way 
Father, I 58 and 2, I, those among you who make obvious as mothers from their women wives, they are not their mothers. Their mothers are those who give birth to them. And definitely they say from the saying, disguising and fabricating. And surely Allah is pardoning, forgiving. Now in this two ayahs, so now, if you, I will not go in detail, but I just want to make a point why I am reciting these ayahs. That sometimes we call somebody son. If I call somebody here son, it doesn't make a difference in love and affection you can, but he's not my real son. Similarly, your wives cannot be your mothers. You can understand this. So people are making obvious as wives, as mothers in the Quran. People are saying, it is not the ancient time that people are calling their wives as mothers. If you say so, so Allah says, this is the, they're using the time. So what we have to do, if somebody says that to their wives, or make obvious, not calling, you make your wife obvious as they are mothers, as your mothers. So let's say the mothers are whom you bore you. Mother, your wives cannot be your mothers. So what is that, why people say this, that's a separate topic, next Saturday inshallah. But the question is, if you have said so and you want to go back, for, or you, have, you make it obvious, your wife as mothers, and you want to go back for what you have, make it obvious to your wives as mothers, so what, that is what the, the lecture is related to at this moment. Surah Mujarla 58 and Ayat 3 and those among you who make obvious their women wives, then they want to return back for what they have said. So they have to liberate a free slave from before they touch each other. That is from them a sermon being given with it. And Allah is well acquainted with what you do. And whosoever does not find, then he fast for two months consecutively, continuously, from before they touch each other. Then whosoever does not have the capability, so capability, so feed the sixty needy persons. That is, if you believe Allah and His Messenger, and these are the boundaries, limits of Allah. And for the rejecter is a painful punishment. So in this ayat is simply explaining that if a person who has made it obvious to his wife as mothers, when and how, why he does it, that's a separate issue. And now he wants to return back, he came to know he's done it wrong. So Allah says, now if you want to return back, you must know this, that either first he says you liberate a free slave before you touch either, each other, before you start having the same relationship of your wife and husband, you have to free a slave. And if you cannot find this, then you have to fast for two months consecutively, continuously. And it is the man, believe me, it's not the woman, it is the man, because men, women are not saying anything, because men are saying, in this I men are saying to the woman, 
Women, they don't have to bother. They say, you can't touch me, you go and fast for two months. So it is for the men here. Because the men are, are saying to their wives as mothers. Why they are saying they are separate? But what I'm, my topic is at the moment is, they have to fast for two months, consecutively, continuously. And if they don't find, meaning they are uh, enclosed, if they are in, in enclosure or encircled in sickness, then you have to feed the 60. Otherwise you have to fast for two months consecutively. Remember any law that I have read before, it applies all over. The fasting is a must. You cannot find because you are continuously a sick person. Continuously sick. You are not continuously Then you can feed the 60. If you are healthy, you are alright. When you were saying, my, your wife has mother, you are alright. Then you fast for two months consecutively. Before you come, come in contact with your wife. This is no divorce. People have taken as divorce. This is not divorce. This is simply... A, 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 a correct correction for what you have said to your wife as that she is my mother. So continuously for two months fasting. You know, we are not only fasting for one month and then we think everything is alright. You have to fast if you kill somebody. You have to fast if you say to your wife as mother. You have to fast if you don't provide. There are many fasts mentioned in the Quran but we don't know. So that is why this lecture has been delivered, that we, there are many types of fast. Uh, no, I mean types means there are different occasions where we have to fast. Surah Al-Ma'idah 5 and Ayah 89. لَا يُوَاخِذُكُمُ اللَّهُ بِاللَّغْوِ فِي أَيْمَانِكُمْ وَلَكِنْ يُوَاخِذُكُمْ بِمَا أَقْقَدْتُمُ الْأَيْمَانِ وَفَكَفَّارَتُهُ إِطْعَامُ عَشَرَةِ مَسَاكِينَ مِنْ أَوْسَطِ مَا تُطْعِمُونَ أَهْلِكُمْ أو كسوتهم أو تحرير رقبه فمن لم يجد فصيام ثلاثة أيام ذلك كفارة أيمانكم إذا حلفتم واحفظوا أيمانكم كذلك يبين الله لكم آياته لعلكم تشكرون الله will not catch you with nonsensical or ungrammatical talk in your right and he will catch you with what you have fastened tied the, the knot in your right and the atonement amendment correction is feeding for the, of the ten needy persons from an average of what you feed to your family or garb them or liberate free a slave then whosoever does not find this then fast for three days that is the atonement amendment correction of your right when you take an oath and preserve your right. Likewise, Allah clarifies His ayah signs for you so that you may be thankful. Now, in this ayah, you see, first of all, we have to understand what is our right. Allah will not catch you for your right. What is right? You see, in the Quran, Allah says that on the day of judgment, people will be on the right, right side, on the left. It says right, iman, and left. So right means what is right in the nearness of Allah. So there are certain do's and don'ts mentioned in the Quran that is your right of a believer. If a believer follows the right mentioned in the Quranic ayahs, that is your right. 
any for example do you understand do's and don'ts i give you for example to say good to mankind that's the right that's the responsibility of a, that's your right i always do good for mankind for what because allah says so in the ayahs so it becomes my right so he says do, uh, to have good behavior with your parents so that is my right so if i do against that then then i have to do all this what i'm saying <laughs> this ayah you follow what is your right if your right is what the quran says about the do's and the don'ts that is your right becomes your right this is my right so this is wrong and right this is the, the word in arabic is right and wrong so what i practice the right of the allah's ayahs the do's and the don'ts of allah's ayahs that is the right my right so now it says uh, to, to be moderate in your walk to be quick in forgiveness to measure full and just give you example to spend something from 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 whatever you love most to hold for forgiveness to seek clarification against charge to give charity so to make corrections to eat lawful food to perform hajj so what there are so many things and do's and don'ts so that is your right that means this i have to perform and practice so allah says allah will not catch you like for example i have to do i have to say good to people right and i jokingly say something to something bad to people but i didn't meant it so allah says allah will not catch you with your nonsensical ungrammatical talk mean it was nonsensical it doesn't make sense you're not making sense out of it i said something which doesn't make sense ungrammatical means i didn't mean it in other words so he says he will not catch you for your nonsensical ungrammatical talk in your right you're right and he will catch you with what you fastened tied the knot in your right that you make sure you me you have made a knot that yes i will be bad to this guy when allah says good say good you start saying bad and you meant it which was not right basically you're right you have should have not done it now for that allah says in that condition you're right and the atonement and amendment correction is the feeding of 10 needy person from an average scale of what you feed to your family this is very important if i am suppose uh, my I, i i provide nourishment of a higher status to my family so if i had, if i have done something wrong now, now i have to f- provide the food to the needy is the average scale what i feed to my family not some dal roti some poor, you know what is in english Eh? Who knows you English? You know what is dal? Lentil, eh? pulses, pulses and bread, and you are eating uh, chicken and mutton and fish, and for other guys, or you are giving little, you know. No, you have to provide the food, food and high standard of an average scale. What you eat. if you have you have you go against the if you you, you have broken the right you 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 have to make a knot in your right so now you have to do what you have to feed the 10 10 needy person from an average scale what you feed your family one then you give them guard them with clothes what you wear not from lighthouse from a standard of you wear uniform kind of and all liberate a free slave or liberate a free slave 
then whosoever does not find all this, then fast for three days. Now you will able to fast. Uh, now you want to fast for three days. That's an easy way out. Otherwise, it's the most expensive, you know. That is the atonement, I mean correction of your right when you take an oath that I will not say bad again. I give you an example. If I have to say good to people, I have to be good to my parents. And if I became bad, so now you have to fast for three days. Or give a, a food and nourishment of a ten average people, ten uh, people, needy persons of an average scale. What you eat, or you give them, clothe them. Otherwise, you fast for three days. That is an atonement, correction of your right when you take an oath and preserve your right. Mila preserving means that you do not do wrong again. You keep and say, "I will not be bad to my parents." And then I, I fast for three days and then again you are bad. Then preserve your right that you should not do it again. Likewise Allah clarifies his eyes, signs for you so that you may be thankful. Now ladies and gentlemen, you must understand, I gave you one example. This ayat is full of your wrongs. If any, this ayat is explaining you all the right that you practice. And if you go against that right, you have to fast for three days. So this is an ongoing continuous process and I'm asking in the hall, anybody can raise the hand who has been fasting beyond Ramadan. That he understood that I've been doing wrong, now I was doing right, then I did wrong. Meaning I was establishing the Salah and I didn't establish the Salah, then I, I, I don't have to establish that. I have to fast for three days. I was not doing good to my parents, I was became bad, then I fast for three days. How many people in the audience are doing it? Believe me, this is the very, I've been doing it and I'm asking you and I'm clarifying you that this is the most important ayah that all your right that says in the Quran, you have to know them and then you make sure that if you do it wrong, you have to fast for three days, minimum, if you don't have money. Otherwise you provide. So this is a fast which is an ongoing continuous process all your life. You can never be fat person. Because you have done so many wrongs, believe me. It is not the only month of Ramadan, you fast for one month, month of Ramadan, one year. There are many fasts. This, this ayat catches you of all your wrong, uh, of your all, of your fasting and tying, tying and not. Backbiting. Continuous your backbiting, believe me. Men and women both. Easily they are backbiting as for nothing. Allah doesn't say anything. He is asking not to bear by investigating. You know, so many eyes I can tell you. I can tell you number of eyes that people are not practicing. And for every that you have to fast for three days. There will be hardly a day you can eat normally. If you want to be a really believer in the nearness of Allah. Believe me. You will keep, oh, this I am going wrong. This I am doing wrong. Deliberately, you are doing your fasting knots and knots and knots. So now you go back. If you go back, you have, to fast, you have to fast for three days minimum. Otherwise, if you're a rich guy, keep on feeding the poor. And keep on clothing. And on average scale, what you eat, not lentils. No? Pulses. pulses, not pulses. Because you are not eating pulses. You're throwing it to the, the animals. So my, my ladies and gentlemen, this ayat is the most, is the basic ayat that a person should know that where did I went wrong? So I have to f make sure that I did wrong. So you three days for fast, I have to fast. 
and Allah says fasting is better always says the first ayat I read in, 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 case, in, in comparison with charity and other things he says fasting is better for you and people believe me people do not want to fast if they are healthy also they don't want to fast so this is how you uh, improve your uh, this thing uh, I just want ayat I then end my lecture Surah Al-Azab 33 and 35 you know in Quran there is a word tayyab means good and khabis means bad good means a good intent in life a person who has a good intent in life that is tayyab and there is a khabis person and in English language means who has an evil intent on other person for other person evil intent always looking at people's faults and finding faults and having a bad intention for other person he is a khabis man and there is a tayyab means who is always looking for good in others and for him also that's a tayyab so what is the descriptive behavior of a tayyab person a good person is mentioned this whole ayat al-azab 33 and 35 al muslimina wal muslimat wal mu'mina wal mu'minat wal qanitina wal qanitat wal sadiqina wal sadiqat wal sabirina wal sabirat wal khashi'ina wal khashi'at wal mutasaddiqina wal mutasaddiqat والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما Surely the submitting Muslim men and the submitting Muslim women and the believing men and the believing women and the devout men and the devout women and the truthful men and the truthful women and patient men and patient women and humble men and humble women and men who give charity and women who give charity men who fast and women who fast and men who guard their private parts and women who guard their private parts and men who remember Allah a lot and women who remember Allah a lot for them Allah has prepared forgiveness and a mighty wage so the ayah that means for, for good men, there is a good woman. You can wrote down Surah Nu 24 and Ayah 26. So now the question is, in this ayah I just want to establish one point, And that is, these are the character traits of a, a human being to be good in this life. You have to submit to Allah as a man and woman. You have to believe in the eyes of Allah as a man and woman. Then you have to be devout to Allah, man and woman. Then you have to be truthful to yourself. Not only to Allah, you have to be truthful to yourself in the nearness of Allah. And you have to have patience when you struggle for Allah's ayahs or you govern your personality by Allah's ayahs. There are barriers. There are shaitan keeps brings barriers. Then you have to have patience. And then you have to be humble for Allah. And humble. For, this is all I am telling you. Humble for this. And he, they also give charity. And he also fast, as mentioned in the Quran. So many mistakes. He is keeping continuously fasting, and he is guarding their private part, men and women, and remembers Allah a lot. This is the personality character trait of a good man, whose intent is good for himself and others, and that is tayyab. In Arabic, Taba, Tayyab, good. And Khabis is a person who is the exactly opposite, who is always looking at 
evil intent for us, mischievous person. So this is the behavior that we have to attain to. That is the purpose of lectures of this whole lecture. All I have discussed, if there is any questions, you can come and ask, clarify. I end this. Thank you. Uh, can women fast uh, during their menstruation period? Uh, no. I will explain to you, actually, uh, uh, there is an ayat in the Quran regarding menstruation. Uh, and that I will read for you in Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 222. You can write down Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 222. And it says, الْمَحِيدِ قُلْ هُوَ ذَا فَعْتَجِلُ النِّسَاءَ فِي الْمَحِيسِ وَلَا تَقْرَبُهُنَّ حَتَّى يَتْخُنَّ فَإِذَا تَطَحْنَ فَأَتُوهُنَّ مِنْ حَيْتُ أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهِ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ وَيُحِبُّ الْمُتَطَاهِرِينَ And they question you about the menstruation. Say it is a hurt and anxiety. So detach the woman in the menstruation and you do not go near them until they are purified. Then come to them from Allah, from where Allah has ordered you, so Allah loves those who return and He loves those who are purified. Now we must understand, her question is that can women fast during menstruation? Now we cannot call menstruation a, a sickness because Allah says it's a hurt. They are question you about the menstruation, say it is a hurt or anxiety, physical pain and, and, and some. But it says that they are not purified. Physical purification and psychologically they are not purified during those periods. So now, what is the purpose of fast? Is to improve their uh, taqwa, to take guard. Okay? So now Allah says in the Quran, there is one more ayat, Surah Al-Waqiyah 56 and ayat 77, 78 and 79. Innahu la Quranun karim fi la Surely it is indeed a Quran reading honorable, hidden in a book, in a kitab writing or a book. None can touch it except those who are purified. So there is a period of time that women are not purified because of this Allah's creation. Allah made them. It's not wrong. Allah has made them like that. They are not purified. So apart from men not going near, that is alright. But the question is they cannot touch the essence of the Quranic ayat. They cannot touch it, the Quranic essence, until they get purified. Similarly, men are not also purified. Men, there are times men's psyche is not purified or they are also in, in junub, in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a condition, they are not purified. So they cannot touch the essence of the Quranic ayahs. So the question is, your question again, I'm coming back to this. And then Allah says that if you are not purified, you can't touch the book. You can't touch the essence, meaning not physical book. This is, I can touch, you, any woman can touch this book. The, the essence in the book, you cannot touch it because of not purified. So now you can, so you comes into a, in a condition of that, the word I use, encircled or con, inclusive, conclose, enclosure. So what you do is, either you know, but it can be removed after seven days. It will be removed after seven days, then you fast. For that period, you cannot fast. But after the periods are over, the, the, you, you can fast. But it is not a sickness directly. Remember this. You cannot call a sickness. 
because Allah says you are for, in sickness is the word is maris maris you understand this word maris so it's not uh, sickness but you are hurt and, and anxiety is going on and you are not purified and the purpose of Allah's ayahs is to take guard when you fast you guard yourself you cannot guard yourself the beginning you are not purified so you can afterwards uh, but there are some women who have got continuous problem so if they are in continuous problem then they are in that condition encircled and enclosure so they will not fast at any time and they will not pray at any time but we are talking about those women who will the days are over and they can fast and I think that is a practice in the world when the, in, in, in the month of Ramadan they leave the fast and when they, they complete the fast in the other days okay Thank you. Alaikum. Uh, can you explain the occurrence and the purpose of night of evolution, Laylatul Qadr? Laylatul Qadr, the night of evolution or the night of uh, Laylatul Qadr, is, it comes in the month of Ramadan. So, but I have to refer to you ayahs. Uh, what, what are those ayahs? You can note down if you want to note down so that, uh, yeah. In Surah Al-Baqarah 2, you know, first you note down the references, then I will discuss. In Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 185, first Ayah, remembrance, then you write down Surah Dukhan 44 and Ayah 1 to 6, and then Surah Al-Qadr 97, Surah 1 to 5, and then <laughs> there is a Surah Al-Fajr 89, 1 to 4. Now I will discuss these Ayahs, explaining to you the the Laylatul what is Laylatul Qadr means Layl means night and Qadr means evaluation some some they translate power also but Qadr means evaluation also night of evaluation now it says Al Baqarah two and Ayah one eighty five just I read in my lecture also Shahru Ramadan ladi unzila fil Quran Ramzan is the month in which the Quran was revealed Hudal lin Nas wa bayinatim min Huda wal Furqan Ramzan is the month in, month in which the Quran was sent down a guidance for mankind and a clarification for the guidance and from the criterion. So whoever is witnessed that month, then he should fast. Now, first of all, we come to know that the revelation of the Quran is in the month of Ramadan. That means that the month of Ramadan, the Quran was revealed. You are a question of one night of evaluation one night of revelation, Laylatul Qadr. So it should be coming, revelation should be in the month of Ramadan. Now I read from 44, 1 to 6, it says, Wal Kitab al Mubin. Wal Kitab, Inna anzalnahu fi Laylatim Mubarakah. Inna kunna mundreen. Surely we have revealed it in the blessed night. And surely we are the warners. So in this Quran Allah says that Allah surely inna anzalnahu fi laylatil mubaraka. Now mostly people do not know this ayat. They know laylatul qadr. It says laylatul mubaraka. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil mubaraka. In your mind it is laylatul qadr. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatul barakah. You see the Quran speaks of the same phrase. There it is used as qadr. Here it is used as barakah. People know that surat. So 96 surah. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr wa ma adraka ma laylatul They know this. But they don't know inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr inna kunna min munzreen. So there is an ayah, surah al-hamim or al-dukhan, 44 surah 1 to 6. 
it is describing the same night what happens what is the purpose so it says surely we have revealed inna anzalna fi lailatin mubaraka surely we reveal it in the blessed night and surely we are the warners so the the night is one but the month is ramadan because ramadan is in which the quran is sent down but here the night is one what happened in the night fiha yufraqu kullu amrin hakim in that night every order of wisdom is distinguished or distinguished or distinguished or differentiate what is right and wrong because you are hearing the ayahs the wisdom is being revealed by the in the quran when you listen to the quranic ayat even now so whenever you listen to the quranic ayat the order of allah order of allah of wisdom is distinguished what is right or furqan yuf yufraqu kullu amrin hakim what is right what is wrong in the true sense furqan is the quran is a criteria to judge between right and wrong to clarify what is right and wrong so in this allah said in that night every order of wisdom is distinguished because it is being revealed in the month of ramadan and if you are pondering after day day fasting you are fasting in the day time and in the time you are listening to the ayas so the maybe the ayas unveil to you the order of allah wisdom is distinguished to you that's the purpose amram min indina inna kunna mursilin order from our nearness surely we are senders allah said we are sending this and that is our order rahmatan mir rabbika it is a mercy from your lord inna huwa samir alim surely is the listener and knower in that night this is explained okay now further you go to surah lail lail the lail qadr now i will read that here it says the first inna anzalna fi lailatul qadr surely we reveal in the night of evaluation wama adraka ma lailatul qadr wama adraka ma lailatul qadr and what you can perceive what that night of evaluation is lailatul qadri khairum min alf shar night of evaluation is better than 1000 months what happens tanazzalul malaikatu war ruh fiha bi idni rabbihim min kulli amr from every order the angels and the ruh the spirit is sent down in it with the permission of the lord salam hiya hatta matlail fajr peace until the rise of fajr dawn now in this ayah the in the previous ayah we understand that it is is a barakat blessed night here allah questions and explains that surely we have revealed this this quran of course or the book in the night of evaluation you can evaluate evaluate think ponder evaluation and then he said what you will perceive what that night of evaluation in laylatul qadri wama adraka ma laylatul qadr what you can perceive what that night of evaluation is then he explained laylatul qadri khairum min alf shar it is better laylatul uh, qadri evaluation is better than for 1000 months now whenever we ponder on something in the night of in the month of ramadan last and nights you are sitting in the itikaf means uh, you are devoted and you are pondering evaluating the ayas of allah so if suppose the essence is residual like as tanazzul malaika wa ruh the angels and the spirit spirit is what is the spirit ya saluna kan ruh qul ruh min amri rabbi they ask you about the spirit the essence it is comes from the order of your lord so whenever the essence or the spirit is clear to you 
in that night of power because the angels ascend and the rules the spirit descends by the order of by the permission of his lord of his lord so what happens the moment you understand the essence the spirit of any message in that night of evaluation it is better than how many 1000 months it is better than 1000 months meaning 83 years if i ponder myself any any other any other thing than that like eating of swine pig eating of swine pig is one example is not good for health or drugs are not good for health if i do research it may take years to come to that conclusion that allah reveals in the night of power do not eat i don't eat see the essence is clear to me and i believe in practice from the eyes of allah it is better than 1000 months 83 years you do research find out from people do research then you come to the same conclusion so it is better than 83 months in, a, in in this comparison because in that blessed night if you are evaluating in the night of uh, this is the night of evaluation you think and ponder allah is sending down the spirit the essence of the quranic ayas what is the spirit it comes from the order of allah's ayat order the spirit and the, that i am speaking and you listening to the words the spirit you are understanding is the essence and it comes in the night of evaluation that allah said tanazzul malaika war ruh the angels and the spirit essence is revealed fiha bi izni rabbim in that night of evaluation by the permission of your lord min kulli amr and from all uh, for, for for with the permission of the lord from every order every order is being sent down in the month of ramadan in the night of evaluation and the spirit is also is cleared salam peace until the rise of uh, fajr that is daybreak it didn't happen till the day, that night from the maghrib the night starts until fajr and that is the whole night this is the night of evaluation in that one night it happens but now what happens there is another surah ayat in surah al fajr 89 1 to 4 Now this ayat that surah I referred to surah uh, 97, it ends with fajr. It says salam hiya hatta matlail fajr, peace until the rise of fajr dawn as the dawn breaks. That is the period of time that night, the night period. It is from maghrib till uh, till fajr. Now what happens? Surah Al Fajr starts with fajr, one to four, and it it Allah says. wal fajr by the fajr wal layalin ashar by the ten nights was shafi wal watr by the even and the odd wal layli idha idha yasr by the night when it passed by now in this four ayas is explaining you that there are ten nights it can be even and the odd so they say 21st 23rd the last 10 nights is in the month of ramadan i'm talking about the month of ramadan the last 10 nights they say it can be even and odd 21 23 25 27 29 remember this so i'm being odd so on the 29 why allah says by the by the by the even and the odd for example i'm asking the other is 22 24 26 28 and 30 right the months of ramadan is 29 and 
Okay? Now in the month of Ramadan, it comes this night, this night comes, and it comes the last ten nights. So how to catch, how to, apart from the spirit and the essence is coming down, but how to know in these ten nights, last ten nights, and it says one night passes by. So there is one night in the ten nights, it can be even and odd. My question to the audience is, how would you know this month of this, in this month is the even or the odd? In the month of Ramadan, this night of evaluation comes. We have discussed the behavior of that, what you get out of it. But the question is, it says by the night, it can be even and odd. Means, I again said 22, 21 is the odd. Odd number is 21. Among these 21 or 23 or 25 or 27, 29, among these nights, these odd nights, one night is there. Okay. The other is the 22, 24, 26, 28 and 30. So among this, this even the night is there. Okay. Now my question is, how will you distinguish that this month, in this 10 nights, it should be an odd one. And this month, it should be an even one. Very good. Speak loudly. Speak loudly. If a month is 29 days, so it will be odd. Odd. Very good. I want to, why can't people understand simple question? Look, if the month of Ramadan is uh, coming in 29 days, it was finished, that means it should be of odd ones. 21, 23, 25, 27, 29, 20, uh, 7, 29. 21, 23, 25, 27, 29. So if the, if the month of that Ramadan, that month was of odd, so it will have to come in odd. And it was one if it's even, it have to come in even. 30. Okay, you understand now? So, so this is what your question was. That night of, uh, it, here it explains that it, first of all, the conclusive result is that the, the Quran is revealed in the night of month of Ramadan in the last 10 nights because Allah describes of 10 nights and in the 10 nights is one of the, uh, by the even or the odd, it can be one of it and the month that it, it is, uh, whatever the month is, if it's an odd one or, or even month, so the night will be accordingly. So you can't fix it, it should be always, people generally believe it is 21st, they believe in the odd ones. 21, 23rd, 25, 27, 29. They always believe like this. But generally it is not like that. It all depends upon the, how the month is going on. How the month will end. end, end. So if it is by the 30th, it will be by the 22, 24, 26 and 28. And that is the, the light of evaluation. I hope you understand. Assalamu is there any ayah that clarifies the Tarabi prayer? Yes. In Surah Muzammil, there is Surah Muzammil, you can write down Surah Muzammil is 73 Surah and Ayah 20. And also write down Al-Isra 17 Surah 79 verse. So in this ayah, it says, Inna rabbaka ya'lamu annaka taqumu adna min thulu thayil layli wa nisfahu wa thulutahu wa taifatum min alladina ma'ak. Wallahu yuqaddiru layla wa nahar Alima allan tuhsuhu Fataba alaykum faqra'u ma tayassara min al-Qur'an Alima an sayakunu minkum marga Wa akharuna yadribuna fil ardi yabtaguna min fadlillah Wa akharuna yuqatiluna fi sabidillah 
فَقْرَؤُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنْهِ وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَأَقْرِضُوا اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا وَمَا تُقَدِّمُوا لِأَنفُسِكُمْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ تَجِدُوهُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ هُوَ خَيْرًا وَأَعْظَمَ أَجْرًا وَاسْتَغْفِرُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ Your Lord knows that you stand for two-thirds of the night or half of the night or one-third of the night and a party of those with you and Allah appointed night and day in a due measure. He knows that you are unable to keep its count. Then read from the Quran as much as may be easy for you. And he knows that there may be among you who are sick, others striking in the land, seeking the bounty from Allah, yet others are struggling in the way of Allah. Then read from it as much as may be easy for you. And establish regular prayer and give justification and give loan to Allah, beautiful loan. And whatever good you send for your souls, you will find it near Allah. That is better and greater in reward. And seek the forgiveness of Allah. Surely Allah is forgiving, merciful. Now in this whole ayah, our, our uh, main emphasis would be, there is, a, there is one night, Allah says that you are standing, you means the Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa peace be upon him, that you stand for two-thirds of the night, one-third of the night, half of the night, uh, sorry, two-thirds of the night, ha half of the night, or third of the night, and a party, one-third, and a party of people are standing with you. Okay? And, uh, and the Allah appointed night and day in due measure, Allah knows that you are unable to keep the count. Now, the question is that, Muhammad and a party standing with him and if suppose in the past where is their prayers that he's, where is being practiced now where is the practice of today that he was standing and people were standing in the night sorry yeah nobody knows in the world but if you know Taravi in the month of Ramadan there are special prayers because Quran is being sent down in the month of Ramadan so in Taravi prayers, the Quran is recited by the Imam and all of the people who are Hafizul Quran, who have preserved the Quran in the memory, they also recite continuously with the Imam. And if I am not an Hafiz in Surah, if you go to Masjid Haram, Mecca, there are people who are holding the Quran and standing behind and, and, and viewing it. Have you noticed this before? Yes, yes thank you. So there are people, you can take up the Qur'an and look at the ayahs, what the Imam is reciting. So likewise, you are also reciting with the Imam. You can do this, that's not wrong practice, that's right. So now, this is a special practice, especially ordained in the month of Ramadan, and the Imam is there, and you are also standing. And the whole month you have to recite to complete the prayers. In the Arab world in Mecca, in the sacred mosque, people... After this, they, further they re, uh, recite the Quran and they call it Salatul Layl. The same, same prayers, four, four rakats, with again last 10 nights they do it. Last 10 nights they start another system of prayer, they, uh, they finish the Quran 10 nights. So now what I am trying, in this ayah also there is one more point you have to know, that this it says the timings. It says Allah appoint night and day in due measure and He knows that you are unable to keep the count. Now why two-third of the night or the one-third of the night or one-half of the night? 
because night varies. You know, the night can be smaller or greater according to the situation you are living in. You see, if you, I, I was talking about North Pole or South Pole where there is no night, there is no fast there, there is no Tarari, nothing. But if there is a daytime, like four hours night, the whole 20, uh, out of 24 hours, 20 hours is it from sunrise and sunrise daytime, and only four hours is nighttime. So, you, you, it, will be, you, it will be one and a half hour taravi in that small light. The, the rest you can sleep, it will be a day night. It will be day you will be sleeping. But for this, but the night, it should be night time. So, it says that is why it can be half of the night or one fourth of the night, two thirds. It all depends how big and small the nights are. And it says Allah knows that you cannot keep the count of the measure of the night. It says the time, it says further. Wallahu yuqaddiru layla wa nahar. Alima Quran. So he knows Allah appointed night and day in due measure. He knows that you are unable to keep the count. Then read from the Quran as much as easy for you. So where the nights are short, so maybe the Imam at that period of time may be reciting small because there's little, but you have to do the Tarabi praise. But it can be smaller. It all depends upon the situation of the time factor. So this, are, this is the ayat referring to Travi. But there is another ayat, though some people say Tajjud prayer. No. There is an ayat, Surah Al-Isra 17, which I was referring to before. It says, وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ فَتَحَجَّدْ بِهِ نَافِلَةَ اللَّكَ عَسَاعِيَ بَسَرَ رَبُّكَ مَقَامًا مَحْمُودًا And from the night, then Tahajjud be vigilant with it, an addition for you. So it may be that your Lord will appoint you to the standing position of praise. Now this is a tahajjud prayer. The word fatahajjud is a separate prayer than taravi. It says wamin from the night fatahajjud bihi. There is a fatahajjud bihi. That this is the tahajjud which we call in Urdu. In Urdu. It is an additional prayer. So taravi is from Surah Muzammil 20. And here is the reference of tahajjud prayers. And you have to be vigilant. So in the Masjid Ram, the sacred mosque, the azan for tahajjud prayer is given, but there is no jointly prayers for tahajjud. But for taravi, it is a joint prayer established in the sacred mosque in the month of Ramadan. Tahajjud prayer is an additional optional prayer that can be prayed or overlooked. It is not a, a, a ordained, like ordained to, it's ordained, but it's an optional prayer, additional prayer, not compulsory. So it is mentioned in the Quran also. So these are the mentioning of Tahajjud and Tarabi different ways. And I tell you, the Quran is being revealed in the month of Ramadan. You see, we have just read. So whoever is a witness to the month, that month where the Quran is being revealed, whoever is witness to that month where the Quran, when the Quran is being revealed, is the month of Ramadan. Uh, in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 106, it uh, points out towards cancellation of certain verses. Will you please point out what those verses are? Okay, actually this is in Baqarah 2 and Ayah 106. Uh, I will read you, you can, can, you can write, write down this Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 106 and also write down Surah Al-Hajj, Al-Hajj Surah 22 and Ayah 52. <coughs> Uh, can you read uh, Al-Baqarah 2, Ayah 106 
and Surah Al-Hajj is 22 Surah and Ayah 52. Now the question is that according to the understanding, generally people are accepting this, that there are Ayahs that are being cancelled. That people think that are Ayahs, Allah cancel the Ayahs. And, and then they say, that the previous revelations was like, for example, Dawood, Zabur, and the Injil, and the Torah. Some people say they were cancelled, now the Quran is final. You know, there are different opinions about Then they say, no, there are within the Quran, there are certain ayahs that are being cancelled within the Quran. So now let us see what the Quranic ayat has to explain what is being cancelled and how it is being cancelled, right? So now I will read for you Al Baqarah 2106. Is manansakh min ayatin aw nunsiya na'ti bi khairin minha aw mithliya alam ta'alam anna allaha ala kulli shayin qadeel I will read this and then I will read the other one also. Surah Al-Hajj 22 and Ayah 52 وَمَا أَرْسَلَّا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ وَلَا نَبِيٍ إِلَّا إِذَا تَمَنَّا أَلْقَ الشَّيْطَانُ فِي أُمْنِيَتِهِ فَيَنْسَقُ اللَّهُ مَا يُلْقِ الشَّيْطَانِ ثُمَّ يُحْكِمُ اللَّهُ آيَاتِهِ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ So translation, we cancel from the ayah, verse, whatever we will, or we make it forgotten, or we come bring with a better one from it, or a similar from it. Do you know that surely Allah is power capable, capable over all things? Now, now I will read slowly and, and try to relate the Quranic ayat Arabic text. Ma means whatever. Nansak means we cancel. Min ayatin from ayat. Sorry? From from the ayat we cancel we whatever whatever we cancel from the ayat. Now the question is there's an ayat in the Quran, any ayat. So there Allah says whatever is Allah cancel is from the ayat he cancels. Whatever he cancels, he cancels from the ayats. Aunusia, whatever he makes cause to forgotten, is, is from the ayats. Then he said, Nati bi So we bring with the better one from the ayats. Aumisya, or we similar from it. Now, the translators are translating that we cancel the ayats. Allah says we cancel from the ayats. Now, the question is from what? Allah cancels from the ayat what? Whatever. Manansar means whatever we cancel is from the ayats. So, the question is it's difficult to understand. Let us see that I will read the ayat, then we come back and again, then I will read the brackets which I will explain to you how and what. So in this ayah says, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا Surah 22 and 52 وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ وَلَا نَبِيٍ إِلَا إِذَا تَمَنَّا أَلْقَ الشَّيْطَانُ فِي أُمْنِيَتِ فَيَنْسَقُ اللَّهُ مَا يُلْقِ الشَّيْطَانُ ثُمَّ يُحْكِمُ اللَّهُ آيَاتِ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ And we have not sent from before you a messenger nor a prophet except what he desired. Whatever the messenger desire, shaitan encounters in his desire. So Allah cancels what shaitan encounters. 
and then Allah governs his ayahs, Allah is knowing wise. So whatever the ayahs that Allah revealed, when the messenger was reciting or when he was delivering the message, the shaitan encountered in the ayahs. The shaitan. So Allah says, فَيَنْسَقُ اللَّهُ مَا يُلْقِ shaitan." So Allah cancels what shaitan puts in. Whatever the shaitan puts in the desire of the messenger or the prophet. So Allah says, ثُمَّ يُحْكِمُ اللَّهُ آيَاتِ Then Allah uh, governs his ayahs. So normally Allah says in the ayat that the shaitan is always putting in the desire of the messenger of the prophet. When he can put in the desire of the messenger of the prophet in the, his ayahs, so Allah cancels that desires. Whatever the shaitan puts in. So Allah does not cancel cancel the ayat, but he cancels from the ayat the whatever the shaitan puts in. So now if I read the previous ayat and I put the, this, uh, this uh, understanding, you will understand. We can listen to me, we cancel from, from the ayah, we cancel from the ayah, whatever the shaitan throws in the desire of the messenger. Whatever the shaitan throws in the desire of the messenger, Allah cancels. So Allah says, we cancel from the ayat, whatever the shaitan throws in the desire of the messenger. Or we make it forgotten, the shaitan that throws in the desire of the messenger. Or we come bring with a better from it or similar from it, that is from an ayah signed verse to cancel whatever the satan throws in the desire of the messenger. Do you know that surely Allah is power, power capable of all things? To give you an example, right now you heard a lecture on the, on the ayahs of Psalm, Psalm. If anybody in the audience had any, any concept which was not relating to the ayahs of today which I recited, so that concern is a throne by the devil. So when the ayahs came forward, to Allah cancels that shaitan's uh, desire by the ayahs, from the ayahs. So when the ayahs are recited, so any concept that we have, so what I was trying to say is, whatever you listen to a talk of, of the Quranic ayahs, so before listening to any ayahs, the, if you had a concept, and which is not from Allah or from the ayahs. So that concept is the throwing of the Satan in the ayahs. When the ayahs are clarified, so Allah cancels from the ayah that concept, whatever the shaitan throws. Whatever the shaitan throws, Allah cancels from the ayahs. Whatever the shaitan throws into the visual desires of the messenger or, or the prophet or anybody as such. Anybody today, if giving explanation of the ayahs and it's not coming from Allah, so Allah will cancel always from the ayahs. He will make it forgotten from the ayahs. So previous concepts or the shaitan's throwing is always been forgotten from the ayahs. The cancellation from the ayahs, forgotten from the ayahs and Allah brings new ayahs. There are many ayahs verses that clarifies that. So this is how the concept is not Allah never cancels ayahs.